It's a paniversary! One year after the first shutdown in the U.S., we're still living in a global pandemic. And it may be affecting you more than you know. Then, the anti-Black obsession with how low-income folks spend their stimmy. Supporting the Asian community in a time of crisis. And when social media solidarity goes wrong. It's Tea with Queen and Jay. Drink up. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good, yo. I feel good and shit. I had a good day. That's spring good. Spring is here. It Sun is, is shining. Here. Yes, it is. I can get with spring. I'm usually not a fan of spring because I started to get seasonal allergies later in life. So I don't know what to okay. do with myself this time of the year. I don't know. Mm. I'm not used to it. <laughs> right, right. I have you. Did, did they start this year yet? The season yet? Even when they start, they're not consistent. So some days I feel the allergy things since i'm not used to it i'm like is this a cold what is this what is, i don't know what this is right so it's right. confusing but i do have the drugs so that when i do yeah I start the, the drugs early okay. oh that's what y'all do okay so yeah. maybe i'll do I that start the drugs early so it's spring soon as you start feeling any kind of whatever like when you get that is this a cold it's not just just take okay got it okay yeah see. if it's a cold your boogers will probably turn you know whatever color that's true but usually your allergy boogers are clear yeah. yeah okay got it that's good to know so mm-hmm. I'm, i'll I'll start taking the drugs as soon as i feel mm-hmm. things thank you for that no problem when my allergies were more consistent i used to just take it before i even started feeling anything i'd be like oh yes yeah, it's spring this is what we're doing <laughs> so i got drugs. something for that ass yeah because i can't for that ass. doing it <laughs> yeah but i've not been enjoying it. it so far i've been good. enjoying it yes Welcome, Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this is Tea with Queen and Jay. And yes. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this here podcast, podcast. you can do so by using our hashtag, hashtag Tea with QJ. We love when you use that on all the social media. We also like when you use the hashtag pod and that allows other people using that hashtag to find Tea with Queen and Jay. You should already be following us on the social media, but if you're not, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Tea with QJ. We are also on Facebook and Tumblr. You know, there's still life there. So follow us on those apps as well. We want to hear from you. We love to hear from you. So you can send us your T mail at Tea with Queen and Jay at gmail.com. You can send us questions, comments, feedback silly things serious things whatever it is send it to us via email we love when you do that that's right every week we pour libations for the people places and things giving us black ass black joy these are our shout outs our cheers our toasts all that good shit pour one out for the homies queen what are you pouring libations for this week i'm pouring libations for a purchase that i brought myself i brought myself Mm. a vanity I've never had a vanity in my life. If you don't know what a vanity right. is, that's like a, I don't know, a desk to like sit down and put on makeup and beautify yourself. It's like a beauty desk. Yeah. So I've never had a vanity. Another reason why this is like, a, Ooh, oh my God, I bought something that I like wanted. Most furniture and stuff is like, it's cute and I love it, but it's because I need it. Like I need a dresser. Mm-hmm. I need this bookshelf. I need this. Like, I don't need a vanity. So it was just like mm-hmm. pure want and I just thought that was Luxury. cool. Yes. Yes. Luxurious. Exactly. Yes. You know, and I remember being a kid and I wasn't really into like makeup and that kind of stuff, but I liked the idea of having a space to sit and just be like, 
a beautiful bad bitch because that's usually what the mm-hmm. woman who had vanities they were always like some bad bitch sitting in a vanity smoking a cigarette yelling at other motherfuckers pulling off their mm. eyelashes <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a <rat> <laughs> <laughs> or a teenager in a movie with a, her own bedroom and a whole fucking random yeah. ass fucking desk with a mirror in front of it what the heck like how do what huh yes exactly where's the space for that i don't have a dresser with a mirror on it growing up mm-hmm. we just had the mm-hmm. mirror you buy from the 99 cent store and hang over your door like i didn't even yes. have like the mirror attached to my dresser so it was just like yes adult goals something i want furniture i want yeah i haven't put it together yet but yes i'm really happy about that purchase i'm paul libations just congratulations for buying yeah. shit you want because why not fantastic why not what are you paul libations for today jay a few different things so we were featured on uh patreon's instagram stories so thank you to everybody over at patreon we appreciate you all and of course thanks to our patrons yes couldn't have did that without you that's right also want to pour libations to myself i've been back on my smoothie shit i've always had a nutribullet and i've used it like pretty frequently i would make like several smoothies a day at my peak but um (laughs) yeah i had stopped i had just put that shit up and stopped using it so Mm -hmm. i'm getting back on that i feel good this was day two so I feel like a nutritionist now. So I'm I'm back. Oh, now at she's it, gonna like my... she's gonna open a wellness Instagram page, and it's of gonna course, be all of, all of the things. Wellness influencer, okay? <laughs> so I um you know I milled my uh fucking flaxseed, which is actually flaxseed that I had left over from like maybe last year. I don't even know if it's good anymore, but I'm using <laughs> it. Okay, I got my powdered flaxseed that I milled myself. I got concerned. I was like, wow, okay. Hey, it's whatever okay. i got my uh powdered sea moss going mm. on and um all the other shit that i put in my morning smoothie son so again nutritionist vibes over here nutritionist influencer hit me up i also want to pour libations for therapy mm. if you can access therapy get you some yo because right now it's keeping me from putting a, a fucking hex on my family so i think it's great this is this is one of those like until you do right by me everything you touch is gonna fail kind of hexes yeah and it's the only thing the only thing between like my family and that negative juju is my therapist Mm, so okay thank her yeah thank thank the therapist thank her because um thank her because i really i just i'm just over here minding my business not performing a hex and yeah it's a blessing for you so it is a blessing y'all because get therapy because queen would just do the hex i would i would just do the hex and be like this is what you asked for so yeah yeah they're begging yeah i would would just do the hex but um, no they're begging for it but my therapist was like you know what you don't even have time for that hex like do other stuff so libations to therapy if you can access some kind of therapy please do so if you cannot access therapy if there is community support if Mm -hmm. there are podcasts that you find helpful beneficial if you meditate if you go outside like it's all different ways to get it just make sure you're doing something for yourself for your peace of mind like to recenter and get grounded and all that good shit yo so libations to that i like that i like that a lot let's tell people how they can support tea with queen and jay podcast yeah let's do that as always take care of yourself first you should prioritize yourself but this podcast also runs on your support so there are two ways that you can donate you can go to our website teawithqueenandjay.com slide down on our homepage, and there is where we have two options two our first option is our paypal option and that's where you can donate any amount at any time and our second option is our patreon option 
Well, we ask for a monthly commitment of $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less, and we will appreciate that shit and give you a bonus episode every month on the Patreon. We also like it if you share this podcast on social media, tell a friend, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. All of that helps grow Tea with Queen and Jay. And we want to say thank you to everyone who has reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. We read all of those reviews. And if you have not done that yet, please do that and give us a five star review as well what are you waiting for what are you waiting for go and do it that's right if you would like to sponsor us if you'd like to hear your ad on tea with queen and jay podcast or see it on social media t-mail us at tea with queen and jay at gmail.com if you'd like to hire us to speak virtually at your school or organization about white supremacist patriarchal capitalism dismantling white supremacy in the workplace womanism black feminism podcasting or some shit you've heard us discuss on the podcast or if you'd like us to do a virtual live show or consult you or your team, send us your T-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. We actually have some donation libations this week. I'll start those off mm-hmm. because Berry of Podcasts in Color and Alexandra, another listener, purchased items off of my Amazon wish list. Ew. Thank you so much much needed cute shit i really appreciate you both for anybody interested our lists are in the show notes our individual amazon wish list links we understand if you don't fuck with amazon that's totally cool if you do want to purchase something for those lists we also ask that you observe all amazon worker blackout dates and strike dates they are frequently yeah. striking and yep. i would say so about several times a year some dates come out where workers have requested that we do not purchase from amazon so we appreciate if you do purchase anything off of our list that you acknowledge those dates Mm -hmm. we also have some paypal donations we have jared and jared says please send john cooper and the pit for being a white man who claims to be a christian and is out here reading hitler speeches like what the fuck so there was a tweet i actually saw it um and the tweet is john cooper of Christian rock band Skillet strongly condemns Cardi B's Grammy performance and likened the ceremony to Hitler's propaganda. If you go back and read some of Hitler's speeches, that's what's happening right now on the Grammys. Who the fuck does read? John Cooper. I mean, not leisurely, leisurely, casually reading Hitler. 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 That white culture that I'm not privy to? Like, what? I don't know what that shit is about. It was really fucking weird. He said it with his chest, too. Just left it there. Didn't delete the tweet. Yeah, this person is a Trump supporter. It's a lot of quote-unquote Christian Trump supporters. So I'm not surprised. I assume that they all read Hitlet. That helps (laughs) inform their, you know, their current activities. But yeah, Yeah. it's assumed that these people are already in the pit. But thank you so much, Jared, for your donation. And definitely, John Cooper is a bum. So, just that. (laughs) You like to say bum like that. Bum. You love it like that. I do. <laughs> it's a bum. You don't want to spend too much time on it. You got to shorten it. You know, you don't want to like let any of the, the letters linger. It's a bum. Bum. It. Yeah. Bum. We also got a PayPal donation from Naomi. And Naomi said, y'all are the realists. And gave us three... Would you say that's purple or like royal blue? It doesn't matter. Gave us three. Oh, wow. No, it does matter. Wow. I see purple. I don't see blue at all. Oh, I see royal mm. blue. 
Royal Blue is interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that's your computer or if we if we look at shit like that, like if our colors are different. Oh shit, that would explain a lot, actually. It could. It could explain <laughs> a lot. Explain that. One. And then two, it just looks like when I was in the nation of Islam, I had a uniform this color and it was royal blue. So I'm just like associating it like that. So I don't know. Right. And if you was like when I was in the nation of Islam, I had a royal blue uniform, I would not think it was the same color as these hearts. I would picture royal blue in my head and these purple hearts that I'm looking at. We have purple and royal blue. But Naomi, yo, let us know <laughs> what color these hearts are. Damn. They're okay. probably but purple if they're like cell phone hearts. But I like they them. have they have blue, but yeah. But you're right, they are probably purple. Yeah. Well, there's that. <laughs> we also got Patreon donations, new Patreon subscribers. Shout out to Swati, Ket, Hannah, Elizabeth, Aisha, Lakeisha, Emerald, Daisha. Katie and Tamika actually upped their pledge on Patreon. So they were supporting us with a certain amount and they raised it. So thank you all. Thanks to everybody who has sent us monetary donations. We really appreciate yeah. you. You helped the show. And in our Patreon shout out uh, where they highlighted us on Instagram and their IG stories, we were able to, well, it's just a fucking quote, but basically like <laughs> your support allows us to yeah. do this shit without worrying about if we say this, this brand is not going to fuck with yeah. us. If we say this, somebody's going to pull their support. We haven't had to write a long 40 page memorandum about how racist our fucking podcast Cast managers are because we report yeah, to exactly. ourselves you know what i'm saying yep. so again that doesn't mean that i won't have to write one in the future because i am looking for a job but yeah this right here yeah. this work that we do that we think is important we're able to do it with a lot of freedom based on your support so yep. we really appreciate y'all and thank you for helping us keep this going when you release your podcast memorandum like telling a network about themselves it's gonna be so good oh yeah it's gonna be so good oh yeah i'm gonna name names <laughs> i know you are that's what's gonna be good it's not gonna i'm be... ready i haven't even met them yet you know what actually <laughs> i already know what they're gonna do i'm gonna start writing it now i'm gonna name names okay i'm gonna name all kind of, i'm gonna name people that i ain't even work with at the job that i'm throwing under just the bus write it and i'm gonna blanks. name people from right before it, yeah write it leave blanks for the names and then you just plug them in i'm gonna do that yeah i'm gonna name people who bothered me in my past life okay because <laughs> you only really want to do that shit once yeah so there's that Word. you ready to get into the show yep let's get into it all right 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 what kind of tea you drinking I'm drinking green tea. What kind of tea are you drinking? What am I drinking? I had my green tea earlier. I made myself. Was oh, this a, is like an a elixir? honey lavender. I knew it was an elixir. When you have to think about it. <laughs> it's just one bag. It's a Genesia elixir. Yes. It's, a, it's honey lavender. Yeah, this is my leisure tea. Most of my tea serves a purpose, but this is really just for no reason. It, it did say stress reliever on the box. <laughs> stress reliever. Stress. This is also keeping me from putting a hex on your whole family. Look. Dressed in all Don't black, black like, like an omen. All right, I'm done. Have yeah. your friends saying this is for your homies. Now you know this me. This for my homies. All right. And what are your pronouns? She, her. What are your pronouns? She, her, they, them. And separate from my pronouns, I'm not a lady. And what are you affirming for yourself this week? I affirm that I am perfect, whole, yes. and complete right now and in every moment. That's what I affirm. Mm -hmm. And I just want to add perfection is what like you say that. it is, not whatever the outside, well, yeah. standard is. It's the standard you create. So I'm perfect, right? Yeah. What are you affirming That's for yourself, cat, Jay? Yes. That's like, you know how when you see the cat on um, social media going, yeah. 
Sorry, it gives me joy. That is joyful. It's so joyful. It is joyful. Yes. Yes. Just think of a cat doing that. Yes. All right. I affirm that my spring is going to be popping with abundance, love, outsideness, health, wealth, financial freedom, and paid rent and bills, yo. Boyaka, boyaka. Just felt right. No more shots. I had shots. What was that? Last spring? Summer? I don't want any boyakas. Boyakas are shots of celebration. <laughs> you have pop, pop, pop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I was almost murdered. Different. Okay, I accept that. I accept the boyaka shots. I, I, I accept that. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Triggering sound, triggering sound. Okay, so we are actually officially one year into any official quarantine Yeah. for covid in the u.s we're one year in it's been a whole fucking year people are going on their second birthday their second quarantine birthday Birthday. it's wild it is so we don't call it lockdown because early in the game angela davis reminded us and everyone that there is an entire population of incarcerated folks who are in fact locked down down. yeah yeah who can't gather socially distanced who can't decide to leave their house and get fresh air or do outside activities and shit like that so we are not locked down but this has definitely been a quarantine a strange fucking time or whatever else you know you want to call it so it's not simply an anniversary it's a paniversary and i wish what i just like saying that word i'm like i know because it's a paniversary <laughs> you're right you're right it's a paniversary it's not a, it's not simply an anniversary it's a paniversary but cnn health and other publications have called it the anniversary effect it's a grief anniversary oh my god sounds right this is when like around when i when like emotionally it was like i can't do it yeah it's a grief anniversary <laughs> yeah. both of them they said throughout february the time for, yeah, yes february and march it was like a lot of people were like yo what the fuck feeling off kilter yeah i was having a private meltdown you had a public yep. and by i say public i mean me and you meltdown yeah. okay mm-hmm. shit was a lot shit yes. was a fucking lot a lot our bodies and brains store painful memories that can be triggered by certain dates or seasons such as the death date of a loved one the annual reminder of a serious diagnosis or perhaps the one-year anniversary of a pandemic. So that's from CNN Health. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody was wilding. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was wilding. The the other thing about this is like we're all learning this pandemic shit as we go along. Because who the fuck? Which one of us has lived through a pandemic yeah. before? Like nobody? None of us. But I wish that when we were having our meltdowns, I wish that we knew, oh, right. Okay. We are. This is a fucking paniversary grief effect that yeah, we're I wish like I dealing with because i was dead serious like i don't know why <laughs> what's happening to me right and i was like wow she's gonna do this when i'm having my own fucking mental break this we doing this now tonight yeah so uh if we had known that <laughs> yes we would have been better able to talk each other through that shit yes and it was like enough other stuff i think going on in our lives to mm-hmm. where it's like yeah there's you know this could be anything but it doesn't help that we're like at this anniversary of this thing that changed our lives we lost loved ones like horrible shit has happened this year you know 
Deadass. An article in Teen Vogue says that this anniversary is causing grief reactions in a lot of people and that our experiences with grief in the U.S. in particular will vary depending on our relationship with COVID, which has had a larger impact on black folks, indigenous folks, Asian communities who have been on the receiving end of targeted hatred and violence due to Trump and his supporters calling COVID the China virus and other populations of color this has had a more intense effect on. So yeah, this grief and anniversary or paniversary the, the reactions come from a collective sustained loss with an inability to get away from the incident causing grief mm-hmm. so most other things happen somebody passes away time helps heal it a little bit you move away from it but this shit is like it's sustained yeah. it's consistent it's ongoing because i dead was it doesn't like go i just want to disappear i don't know why yeah i just want to just pick up and go and just leave mm-hmm yeah. And then you and my partner are like, uh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was actually like, you know, yesterday, <laughs> I felt like that too. But I feel like that often. So it's called the person, I usually don't. You know? So that shit was scary. <laughs> was like, right. Right. I was like, and? <laughs> <laughs> where are you going? Because I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so people have been feeling this. A lot of folks have been irritable, depressed, and feeling higher levels of stress at this paniversary mark than they may have been feeling prior to this one-year marker. It's also reminded me, when I was reading about this, it reminded me Uh of the feelings that we deal with when navigating sustained systemic oppression and how that shows up in different seasons. So we're always, as marginalized people, living in this state of oppression, but Mm -hmm. the intensity of that rises and falls depending on what's happening in the media, depending on who was recently murdered, murdered depending on what kind of financial losses we're experiencing and how real they're hitting our personal pockets and shit like that mm-hmm. so yeah so it made me think of that kind of sustained experience with oppression and adding on a fucking pandemic, pandemic. you know the fuck yeah when, which none of us none of us alive right now are equipped for have the mindset for have the energy for right. have the you know just the immense amount of uncertainty is mm-hmm. to the degree i've never ever dealt with ever and yeah i don't like this shit <laughs> Mm-hmm. don't like yeah, it it's a lot it's trash so how have you been feeling what's been different for you mm-hmm. in this period of pandemania and i guess what's different about you now so like we're not the same people that we were i don't think when before entering this pandemic definitely not one thing that i learned that i didn't expect to learn is that i'm a lot disciplined than i thought i was like mm-hmm you know, I'm always talking about burning it down and like fuck the system and this and this and that. But like when the government told me to stay inside, I listened. <laughs> or right. like when, you know, of course, because I'm also like looking and doing my own research and stuff. But it also showed me that I do. There is something in me that does believe in, I guess, authority in certain ways that I thought that I was like, okay. I really, you know me. I really thought I'd just be doing whatever I want. I make my own choices. I do what I want. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, there's no free will. <laughs> The decisions have been made already. You may feel uh-huh. like you are making these decisions. You may feel like this, you know, like you are heavily guided. So I noticed that with this year, just with the But you also, of... if you also agreed that we should stay away from each other, though. Yeah, It's not I like did. they were yeah, telling yeah. you to do something that you didn't think was like the right thing to do. Sure. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I have decisions in that. But 
if and honestly life made it so it was easy for me to stay away from people because of my right. job and i was fortunate enough mm-hmm. to have like certain privileges in this process but because at first i was resistant to the pandemic you remember i was like ah yeah it's not gonna mm-hmm. get over here like that ah, not uh-huh. in the states ah. right. and then when i came back from cairo and i saw the news over there i was like oh <laughs> Mm. something's happening <laughs> you know like stuff like that. <laughs> you saw international news yeah like, oh, i was wait, like real? oh oh like, y'all serious <laughs> <laughs> like mm-hmm. oh you know like whatever so that i learned about myself i realized that i do need i used to think i didn't need human contact as much as i needed as much as i know i need it now i need it i was grateful for the mm-hmm. beginning of this to not be living alone my roommate was here at that time then when she moved, by then I had my boyfriend. So I had someone else. <laughs> Sorry, you don't say that often. So I'm gonna do that I know, I felt weird. Like, boyfriend, he's like a grown-ass I man. know, right? Did you puke in your mouth a little? Okay, a, little a little bit. Let me swallow it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was helpful having him around, too. There was one time where for two weeks, him and I didn't, like, see each other because we both were just busy. And that's right. also when I had my breakdown. My, like, little emotional breakdown. Where I just couldn't handle anything. And I'm like, that was only two weeks of me being alone with no human contact where I had the choice to go out and walk and do stuff. And I could still, I'm still free. Mm-hmm. And it made me just think about like solitary confinement and just think about like right. people like Khalif Browder and like people who are like just alone with nothing mm-hmm. and then don't have the choices that I had. And that was only two weeks. Right. And um, of course it was built up from the whole pandemic and this, this and that. But like those two weeks was just like, whoa, like, Mm-hmm. My cat wasn't enough. Usually talking to my cat would be enough. That's another yeah. thing, too. I talk to my cat way more than I used to. Like, mm-hmm. full-on conversations. Like, all my friends, my cat knows all y'all business. <laughs> okay? He knows all y'all business. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that. But I, for the most part, a lot of good things came out of this for me, this whole process. Like, my family, the way that we are right now is, like, I don't remember us being this healthy. Mm-hmm. We're all mad healthy. We all love each other at the same time. We all supportive of each other at the same time. We all like the little things that would make an argument before. We're all kind of like, oh, fuck that. Like, who cares? Like, yeah. so I really, really, really like what my family is with this. It's kind of gross that it took a pandemic. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we couldn't do this before so that's something that i took away that i really like i took away roller skating i have a new hobby which i really enjoy yeah i don't know i feel like this pandemic just made me just really focus on like things that are close to me more so like i wasn't thinking about my career i wasn't thinking about my trajectory in that way i was mostly just thinking about me the people i love if everybody good are we safe are we eating Mm -hmm. are like the bare bone shit is all i really kind of was just focused on um this year because it was like the other shit don't even fucking matter i don't even know if i'm gonna be here tomorrow like right right like you know so th- there was a lot a lot of that and then i've always been you know me i'm always like into routines but i'm never really like tied to one if it changes it changes it's not a huge deal but if i broke a routine it kind of like will fuck with my mental like it would like right. throw me off for the day or like and it could be a little thing like I didn't take my vitamins and it's just like, I'm kind of like off. Whereas before that didn't matter. Like I wasn't as like, I don't want to say in tune. I think that's the wrong word. So I don't want to sound like the golden child or some shit, but 
I don't know. It's like I have more body awareness now, if that makes any sense. Mm. I don't know. It's just, it's it's different. I do appreciate that a lot of the stuff for me, even when they were bad, I was able, to, and at least for myself, to find some good in it. I'm not, I'm usually, my disposition is generally negative. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do stuff like affirmations. That's why I do stuff like that. Because my, my default is to fall into a negative and I don't like that space. So I do like that even though like negative stuff happened, I was still able to find something in there um that brought me joy and not even like you know not even like fake positivity like actual substance and whatever pain heartache or whatever that happened for me during the year somehow somewhere i didn't like sit in it i was able to find something in that shit so right that's some of the the things Hmm. i didn't know that about you what you said about your disposition yeah um, generally being negative yeah, like, I learned as a kid to, like, talk myself out of it. Because it's like, why are you thinking right. that? Right. <laughs> why right, would you right, just assume right. that this person is thinking bad things? Or why would you just assume? You know, like, it just didn't make sense. So I've, like, kind of, like, coached myself, I guess, mm-hmm. out of, like, doing that. Because it's like, what the fuck for? But, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Because sometimes I'd be like, why is she talking to me about this? But you're <laughs> coaching yourself out of something. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I have to say this, I have to say this bad thing and then kind of like talk out of it. But yeah, that's that's what I be doing. Right, right. Not that I don't mind being spoken to, but I'm one of those people. I don't know if it's because I'm noise sensitive or I don't know what it is, Uh but sometimes I like less talking. And so there are times when I'm like, there's lots of talking happening right now. What's what? (laughs) You know, it's not anything like Mm -hmm. personal, just in general. I'd be like, what is, what is this? And you come cool. from a quiet house. I come from a loud house. <laughs> yes, that's so, like, true. That is and it's just, not because yeah. we didn't want to talk. It was because be quiet. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> be quiet. Why are you talking right now? What's your problem? Be quiet. Yeah, so, we wasn't really told to be quiet. Yeah. So I'll just be running my mouth. If I like Got you. It. If I don't like you, I'll be quiet. Got it. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. What about you? What has this year done? Wow. What a fucking year <laughs> fucking with a fucking w yo put a w in that hole i had more phone calls with my dad mm-hmm. more communication with my dad so that was a positive thing i think early in the in quarantino so i think that was good i really did enjoy all of most of the zooms family mm-hmm. zooms that we had i like that yeah a i lot. did that was your Connecting jam with my family that was your jam. yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it was really really good i have had a lot of friendships dissolve in quarantino i have to say that was kind of something that was already happening like i'm not like losing friends is a normal thing for me mm-hmm. and i have talked about this in therapy and it's really like i'm just kind of a misunderstood person mm-hmm. in general and that's not that's not to say that i don't be doing shit yeah to people but on top of that i'm generally misunderstood anyway so i lost more friends in quarantino mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, i don't miss them so that's good <laughs> what else i have less time for fluff mm-hmm. like anything that's not like a necessity like yeah are we is everyone okay are we healthy are you eating this smells like yeah. drama like a fluff drama mm-hmm. i don't want any no thank you please i'm not interested this is of course due to like we're in quarantine but i'm thinking about when we get out i don't ever want to grab a drink with a stranger ever again in my life i don't want to go out to fucking drinks with any co-workers oh okay, okay. i don't miss doing I was like, that you grab shit. drinks with strangers no but like little stuff like that like those kind of strangers yeah. or after an event 
going for drinks or whatever i do i am a kind of person who needs to decompress Mm -hmm. but i guess what i'm saying is i don't miss those conversations that are really just fluff like i never liked small talk and now i don't even want to have deep talk with strangers i don't want it Mm -hmm. it just when i think back to all the drinks with strangers that i've had over my life i think about did i learn anything did i come away with anything Mm -hmm. what does that mean in a pandemic nothing I don't want to do it. So that I've been thinking about that shit and I don't I don't miss that. I don't want to do that ever again in my life. I started therapy again mm-hmm. in quarantino. That's been a good thing. I think a lot of I hope y'all can't hear this, but my neighbor upstairs had decided that this is when they're gonna vacuum. This is how we do it. <laughs> hey. They usually do it on a weekend, but she is for real up there um, vacuuming the fucking living. Probably got a boo right coming now. over. She had a boo coming over. Probably. Yeah, a lot of noise. That was in my head is gone so I can hear things, a lot of things more clearly, Mm -hmm. see things clearly, feel things clearly and more intensely. I really like, so I had two different therapy sessions with two different therapists this past week. You therapizing over there. I was therapizing. Both of them were asking children in the background to be quiet. So I actually, I didn't mind it. Like I just, I was happy to see them like with family and shit like that. So Mm -hmm. that touches me seeing people with people that they love. That touches me in a way that it didn't touch me before because Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to spend time with my family or see them or see my parents. I haven't seen my dad all year. My mom, I think I saw her once this year. So like that kind of shit, that has to stop. Yeah, um, It is always nice when I see other people like spending time with their families and shit like that. And I have felt, which I think it has to do with this anniversary that I'm going back to being a nocturnal person, like being up all night. Oh, um, yeah, I think my body is the, like, yeah. it's around that time. Let's be nocturnal. So I'm not going to fight it. I just want to make sure that I am establishing like a proper routine yeah. with it. So that's kind of where I've been at. But in terms of what we can do in this time of anniversary, in this time of revisiting the grief of like the start of this shit when we were all like yo what the fuck is happening so a lot of us are like where some of us were in the beginning like oh my god what is this and how do i feel about it and how do i adjust in terms of what we can do a lot of publications suggest the things that were recommended at the start of the pandemic so i interpret that as a reset so treat this shit like it's the first time it happened so get back to establishing routines if if you've fallen out of them you know this has become normal and we forget that we need to be treating ourselves with care Mm -hmm. throughout this because we're still going through this thing so go back to establishing routines tap into your community check on your loved ones re-up on group chats if you if y'all were doing group chats in the beginning and kind of fell off of that shit because restrictions are loosening up and they're in miami celebrating or whatever whatever the fuck is going on with people who are if you're outside if you know me you're in miami Miami? you don't know me okay (laughs) that's what it is you don't know me Mm -mm. right right (laughs) but re-up if the group chat fell off people still need each other right we all still need each other so re-up on the group chat or if you tired of those people that you was in the last group chat with get into a new group chat re-up on outdoor activities make sure you know depending on where you're at it's spring go outside get some fresh air do Mm -hmm. some actual social distancing activities one article that i read suggested expanding your covid safety circle so like if right now you see you know there are three people that you hang with maybe see if you could extend it to four people (laughs) right so i didn't want to mention that because i was like wait i definitely just had a covid scare because 
Yeah. It's and it's so many people who are not being safe. Yo, every time I see somebody, whether I'm listening to a podcast, watching somebody's content or whatever, anytime mm-hmm. I see them and I'm like, oh, that don't look right, they always end up with COVID. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. Don't matter who it is at all. They end up with COVID. It's not, and it's one person who I know she had COVID, but she's not gonna say nothing because I'm like, this person. There's a few people like I feel like I feel like one of my friends who I haven't seen in in a year because they just be outside. They were on social media Mm. for a while, and then they're back on. No, she had COVID. COVID. No, she had COVID. Yeah. And you just yeah. Yeah. So and again, that's I don't say it that way to shame people, but I'm just saying it's like. When sometimes I compare, like, okay, am I doing too much? Am I being too careful? Am I yada yada yada? But everybody who I see who is like relaxed and doing things that I would not do, and I'm like, all right, well, if that works for them, it works for them, and then, and then they, they get, get COVID, COVID. right? Yeah. So yeah, so if you extend your circle, just be mindful of, of all of that, okay? Whoever they may have exposed themselves to when they come to hang out with you, they are now exposing you to those people yep. and, and whatever COVID that they might've had. So just keep that in mind. And as people get the vaccine, just remember like we're still learning how this shit works. We don't all know who can still be a carrier and who cannot and all yeah, of that shit or whatever. So because you have the vaccine either. Yeah. If you feel like you have the vaccine and you can hang out, hang out with other people who also no, got that same that. vaccine exactly. and like, yeah, and y'all can hang out together and be quote unquote safe together but like don't feel like because you had the vaccine you can go around wherever and do whatever because you could be spreading that shit like to other people you might have picked it up and not and be fine but spreading it to other people and again i'm not a fucking scientist so google that shit i'm just saying be careful all i know is that i was exposed because i was like i'm gonna go outside so i've been watching you i'm back inside I'm watching you but do and your thing <laughs> like what Two people had birthday things. I was like, yeah, they've been being yeah. safe. One way more safer than the other. Both of them had COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm grateful to not. But like, wow. all I did was just, yeah. you know, so. Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. So happy anniversary. Take care of yourself. Love on yourself. Love on your people. All those things that we were doing to make sure we were staying connected. Make Keep sure you re-up those. on that shit. Mm-hmm. Check in with yourself. Check in with your loved ones. If you've been feeling out of sorts lately, it's a anniversary, So that could explain that could it. If you, it if, you, if you don't usually wake up like, ugh, why am I here? If you don't usually wake up like that and you've been feeling like that lately, it's probably anniversary. If you've been waking up like that lately, waking up and you always feel to like be that. Or not to be. Right. Right. Is the question. It, it's it probably feels worse because anniversary. Fuck yes. anniversary. Yes. So happy anniversary. Let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this anti-Asian violence that's been going around. People being fucking awkward on social media about it. And fucking the stimmy and why people don't mind their fucking business about who spends what and how they spend it mind your business it's mind mine. your business money 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 <laughs> do, money do you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes so give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website. Yo. TeamsQueenandJ.com. 
hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two. Two. You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black all the time jay are you ready to get into some news that is not news i guess even though we were free we were still slaves in the mind Nothing. yes i will actually tell people what our news that's not news segment is the news that's not news segment is where we highlight a news story that has either not gotten enough attention that needs to be highlighted or a story that we cover in our own womanist race nerd way queen what is our news that's not news story this week so today for news is not news we're going to offer some resources to support the aapi community and aapi is asian american pacific islander in case you do not know what that acronym stands for content warning for mass shootings white supremacy and anti-asian violence and death so there has been a rise in violence to those communities since the pandemic began in the states but most recently on march 16th a series of mass shootings occurred at three spas or massage parlors in the metropolitan area of atlanta georgia a suspect 21 year old robert aaron long should i say terrorist allegedly 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 we don't got the money was taken into custody later that day and um as of now he has not been charged with a hate crime and he told the authorities that this was a result of his struggles with a sex decision i didn't know that you can commit a crime and say my crime is not a hate crime and they'd be like okay (laughs) like Mm -hmm. all right it's not okay I didn't. If you're white, you can. Because if you're white, you never do anything bad unless you have a really good reason. Reason. Yeah. So, like I said, this is the result. He says this is a result of his struggles with sex addiction. Bullshit. But yes, um, eight people were killed, six of whom were Asian women, and one other person was wounded. So, first, I want to give a link. This is a verified link that is directly supporting people who were affected by the shootings that happened in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Just to let you know, when you go to that GoFundMe page, it is a large GoFundMe page that you can give directly to an org, but then they also have under there the direct links to contribute to those families. I would advise just to give to those families, just give to those folks who were directly affected by this. So we have that link mm-hmm. in the show notes. But if you search GoFundMe and search support the AAPI Community Fund, that is another way that you can find that link and support those families. Yeah, if you put that exact passage in, those exact words in, this particular GoFundMe will come up. Yep. So we do have some other anti-Asian violence resources. We have a link. It's a very extensive, it's a link with lots and lots of information in it. It is the anti- Asian violence resource card. That's what this mm-hmm. source is. And we have social media. Yes, it's been floating around a lot of social media. And it has a lot, like a bevy of information in it. So we wanted to offer it to you guys. And what is in this 
resource is current news update. So they keep updating when it comes to newer acts that are happening to people in the AAPI community, places to donate, places to get resources to educate yourself if you are ignorant to the AAPI community, resources for allyship and how you can support and be an accomplice to people in the AAPI community. Also places to report incidents if you see things happen, medical and health resources, social media pages and hashtags to follow and look at so you can get more information. So all of that is there. Some of the specific organizations that they have on there that you can donate to are the GoFundMe Stop Asian Hate, that is in coincidence with the link that I gave earlier for the people who were affected by the Atlanta shooting. Then there's Hate is a Virus, and that organization, their mission is to compact xenophobia and racism through awareness and education initiatives and philanthropy. Then there's Sin Chinatown Love, New York City, and that's just to help businesses that have been heavily hit by COVID. And New York City in particular, businesses in Chinatown were hit the heaviest because they were hit first. As soon as mm-hmm. Trump started spewing his fucking shit, about the China virus, like the economy in China yeah, and kind of crashed. Right. And I would imagine that that's around the country. Yes, you know definitely. Around like the country. just people avoiding Chinatowns around the country and other Asian communities, Asian centric communities around the country out of fear yes. of they just know, shut down catching a lot COVID of or this kind of, yeah, this kind of like bigotry and fear that yes. was generated by the government. Yep. And then I, I would just say, specifically for my own neighborhood, all of the AAPI owned businesses, they all shut down either to avoid Mm. probably possible violence or because they were trying to avoid COVID. Who knows? But they did shut down before the city said, hey, all of y'all businesses have to close down. Mm. In my neighborhood Mm. in particular, they were already closed. And then there is another organization called The Heart of Dinner, Feeding the AAPI Elderly. And Heart of Dinner exists to compact food insecurity and isolation within New York City elderly Asian American community. In this resource, there's 60 plus organizations, places, initiatives to donate to. I just highlighted a few that just stood out to me, but there are way Mm. more on that resource. There are even some that are for the Bay Area, other parts of the countries. So please take a look at these resources that we have for you in the show notes because we need to support these communities. And Mm. it's always going to change. And this document seems to be something that they're updating often and adding stuff to often. So you can always go back. So this is probably a link that you should just keep in your back pocket Mm -hmm. and kind of always refer to as... We go through this process of fuck shit. Right. It's a good way to keep up with what's happening instead of harassing your Asian friends. Yes. You know? like yes. Now is, is not the time to be reaching out to your Asian friends to learn things or require or ask labor of them. This is the time to Google shit. Learn on your own. If yep. you are somebody who is feeling like the, the need to have more information, learn more shit be supportive learn how to do that shit like on your own time Mm -hmm. you know don't don't harass your fucking asian friends right now because they have their own shit going on that is not asking for labor of people is not a way to show support so use the link and check out other links that have been provided here or elsewhere and yeah yo do your own fucking labor yeah that's that's all we say every week on the show google it yeah google it it's free we we gave you a resource link so mm-hmm. we did a little bit of googling for you this time around yeah so, you know just saying use it all right let's pay a black woman give me your fucking money in this segment, we highlight Black or Indigenous women, Black or Indigenous non-binary people. If you are a Black or Indigenous person impacted by massage noir, running a business, leading an initiative, or just somebody who needs to make ends meet, or go on vacation, or buy some hair, 
whatever you want to do, please send your play black woman submissions to tea with queen and J at gmail.com. So we can highlight you here on the show. Who are we paying this week, Jay? Well, first off, I want to give a content warning for death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to include any graphic details, but we are discussing someone's passing. So the homie Ron sent this request for funeral arrangements for a woman named Lisa from Brooklyn. Lisa, among other things, was a single mother of two. This GoFundMe is I want to say seven when the last time I checked, they were $700 away from their goal. And again, these are for funeral arrangements and anything additional will go to um, supporting her children, the family. So the GoFundMe in short says our dearest sweet Lisa lost her battle to cancer on February 25th. She fought a tough fight and did it every day with a smile due to her illness. Unfortunately, life insurance was not possible. No amount of time can prepare you for this loss. She was a loving daughter, sister, mother of two and wonderful friend to know her was to love her we are asking for everyone to help towards her funeral expenses and her beautiful babies no donation is too big or too small anything will be greatly appreciated so we'll leave the link direct link to that gofundme in the show notes there are a lot of gofundmes to cover funeral arrangements so just please make sure that you click on the link in our show notes directly that will take you directly to lisa's link so that you can support her in her passing and help her family with funeral arrangements that would be greatly appreciated and thank you so much ron for submitting this pay black woman request let's just take a brief moment of silence for lisa and we of course wish her family well as they navigate this tragedy so are you Mm -hmm. ready to throw a motherfucker in the pit yeah let's throw somebody in the pit who the fuck is this asshole say what again say what again i dare you i double dare you motherfucker say what one more goddamn time the pit i just wanted to say that (laughs) the pit is where we throw people places and things that are shitting on our black ass black joy so anybody who was fucking detracting from that making us angry or annoyed or trying to make us angry or annoyed or trying to get us to put a hex on them this is where we throw those <laughs> motherfuckers so queen who are you putting in the pit this week so therapy is stopping you from throwing those people in the pit i would say so okay. i would say so i feel good about my decision because mm-hmm. it's still time for future hexing but there it was is. just right now so yeah it's time it and right now it was like Hold off. See what's what. Give it some time. And I might not. If people act right, I might not have to hex anybody. So, But yeah, therapy is definitely the <laughs> only good. thing in between me and, and cursing their houses. So Look. anyway, who are you throwing <laughs> in the pit? So I want to throw in a pit people who are telling people what to do with their stimulus money, how they're supposed to spend mm. it, what they're supposed to do with it, and all of this shit. And right. I've been avoiding the conversation mostly because it's like I'm not spending energy on people who are doing that. But then my homegirl sent me this tweet and it just, all of that mm. not engaging, un- unraveled, yeah. and now I'm fucking engaging. So this tweet was tweeted by the North Star. Do you Are you familiar with the North Star? I unfortunately am familiar with the North Star. I wish that I was not familiar with the modern day North Star, but I am. Do you want to you want to tell us yeah, about it? So or? the modern day North Star was supposed to be a publication put together by Sean King. Mm-hmm. They raised money for this paper. Like they raised money from anything. The whole campaign. Mm-hmm. Many people gave money towards this paper and then 
all of a sudden let's also say before we get to what happened all of a sudden yeah. let's also say that the north star was a paper i believe um frederick by douglas. frederick Douglass. is yes. that correct mm-hmm. okay and so sean king decided that he was going to and i don't know whether he had the blessing of the family or not but either way he decided that he was going to allegedly revive this publication yeah so he's using the name the north star which i guess is not a problem if you actually do things but yeah, so it was <laughs> when you don't not do just things. this thing he created out of his head. It is it right. Existed. It is it uh, the North Star, this reviving of this Frederick Douglass publication. Yes. So what happened all of a sudden? So he was raising, this was a campaign, an ongoing campaign he was raising money yeah, for. Yeah, raising, I don't know, you know, people say he's white and I'm saying that because... All the proof I need that he is white is because he's able to be a venture capitalist in ways that I've never seen a black person be. Just raising money and doing nothing with it. Yeah, Nothing in quotations. That's some white man shit. You're right. I also had said on this podcast before because I ran into him at the airport. And by ran into him, I mean I was drinking my water and he walked past. And I was like, he could be a black man. But I have recently... Done further Twitter CSI investigations (laughs) via photos, photo comparison, photo study. And I take that back. And I personally believe that Sean King is a white man. Now, I will also say that our position on this podcast has not been to talk about like really who's Who's black black, and all of that stuff or whatever. But I have been thinking like as somebody who has been called somebody who has been accused of stealing from families or stealing just being a grifter in general. Let's yes. not even say families because this raising money for the North Star is that's not really taking money out of like pockets of families or whatever. Yeah. But he raises money for lots of different things that he doesn't always deliver on. Yeah, definitely doesn't. And as somebody who does that mm-hmm. and as somebody that who does things allegedly for black folks and for the black community who is also being accused of being a white man, I don't know. I think if I were a black person, I might take a DNA test. You know what I'm saying? If I was a black person who knew I was a black person and was like, I'm a black person, stop saying this about me, I might take a DNA test. It's a little odd to me that he has not. And maybe somebody, I'm not like white passing. So maybe there's feelings about doing that, that Sean, that makes sense. And maybe mm-hmm. Sean King is black and doesn't want to do that because of those feelings. But anyway, sorry. I yeah, I'm like, I did not want to talk King about thing. whether he was black or white. Cause I don't I'm care. sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. Go on. So that paper never happened. They fired everyone that they hired to do whatever, fired everybody. And somehow the paper, well, not not actual paper, it is a website, mm-hmm. still exists in some kind of way. I'm not really sure. But I think they also have a podcast. Sean King has a podcast called The Breakdown. No, this, the North Star, I think, has a podcast because they were promoting, they've been promoting this podcast. It's not clear if they have a network or anything like that. But the North Star account on Twitter tweeted an episode of this podcast called The Momentum Advisor Show. And this is the tweet that really got me like, what the fuck? So it starts off with the episode title, which is the STEMI in quotation is not not is capital letter for Red Lobster. And then it says, at Momentum Advice, highlights all of the beneficial resources that have been made available in the 
$1.9 trillion stimulus bill, and we strategize how to use the stimulus for your maximum advantage. I have not listened to this podcast. It seems like they're like, I don't know, the North Star tweeted them, so they're probably like friends. I don't know if like the North Star is yeah. funding this podcast or anything like that. So I just looked it up. It is a podcast. They are their own podcast that has switched from being um, on Sirius XM somehow to being on the North Stars podcast division. Okay. Yeah. So, so that yeah. I imagine include also includes Sean King's podcast and whatever else they're doing over there. Yeah, I don't know what they do over there. That's not that's not my people. But so mm-hmm. I don't but thank you for that clarification. So mm-hmm. When I saw that tweet, now I know now that that was the episode title. The STEMI in quotation is not for Red Lobster. But that just made me think of the amount of people who are telling people what to do and how to do with their fucking money. I was instantly upset because STEMI is in quotations. And it's like, if you put STEMI mm-hmm. in quotations, that means you're not community with me. Because it's a STEMI. Right. There's no quotations. It's no like... STEMI, like air quotes, <laughs> STEMI, air quotes. No, it's a STEMI. Like you're not a community mm-hmm. with me if you ever put in STEMI and air quotes. Another thing that annoyed me about this tweet outside of, I'm going to go into how people telling people to spend their money is like ridiculous in a second, but it's a troll tweet as well because they're talking about, it seems as though from the rest of the tweet that they're talking about other things that are happening in the stimulus bill. Why can't you just talk to me nice and say, hey, there's other stuff happening in the stimulus bill. People know you wanted to like troll black people and rile us up and get us to be like, ah, ah, so you could get the retweets. And Mm -hmm. it's just like, Mm -hmm. I'm not in community with people who do things like that to black people. Why do you need to get a rise out of me Mm -hmm. for me to listen to? I don't like stuff like that. I don't think it's I don't think it's nice. It's too mm-hmm. much going on. It's like, it's too much being black yeah. already, you know? It's a pan-aversary, for goodness sakes. For goodness fucking sakes. And then it's interesting that this money podcast is on the North Stars podcasting, yeah. whatever the fuck, yeah. when we know the past with Sean King, with him raising monies, and no one knows where it goes, and no one knows anything about it with him. So it's just really interesting that they're, they have a money podcast and the podcast is telling, well, it seems as though they're telling us what to do with money. It's just fishy. Like, yeah. what, what are y'all doing? Makes no sense. Yeah. I think that in terms of like my community, mm-hmm. my community are people who frequent the internet. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People mm-hmm. who are a part of like my community and I know that we share similar values and shit like that. I know there are reasons that certain people are not on the internet and I'm not saying that they are not a part of my community, mm-hmm. but the people I most relate to are other people who also frequent the internet. And I yeah. find that a lot of people who still bang with Sean King are not frequent internet users. So like they're on Facebook and they'll share things that he shares on Facebook. By, and, and by internet, I mean, because Facebook is the internet. But I mean... Are you on Twitter? Are you using Instagram? Mm -hmm. Are you reading things? Are you opening links and actually reading them? Is your pool of information a diverse pool of information? Like, it just feels like people who still bang with with Sean King are not like, like, I don't know how you don't get wind of the shenanigans that he involves himself in. You know what I mean? And so when I see people like whoever these money people are, it just, yeah, it just makes me wonder what kind of people are you? I just assume that they're white liberals who don't 
know anything and they just throw money at stuff well these are black people i'm talking about these black people we're talking about these black people and there are other black people who bang with sean king and retweet sean king like it's not we we've seen other black folks on facebook retweeting something that they got from sean king like yeah yeah yeah. i'm talking about people who donate i would assume but i could be wrong they're probably just like white liberals or black people who are not tapped into anything they just like like what you said like just not tapped into anything not reading the things don't know anything that's going on so this is what i'm saying about these people these people who would then be on his podcast network it's just to me it's like what are you saying to me it's like so you're so far removed then from my community why would i be listening to you about what you have to say about money yeah you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah, it's weird. It's, it's weird. I think there's a certain, there's also, a, there's people, I mean, black people, who just aren't tapped in because they're too busy, right? They just, mm-hmm. as far as like the working class, they this, they just, you know, whatever. So I can see that. Right. But I do think that there are upper class black people who don't think anything that we're doing is right or makes sense or is conducive mm-hmm. or whatever. So they are attracted to these types of things as well. When you say we, when they don't think anything we're doing, who are we? People who are more so on the ground, people who are look, clicking in links and reading the stuff and being updated on dismantling white supremacy. Like, I think a lot of them are just trying mm-hmm. to like survive or figure out how to, like a lot of- How to master the system instead of dismantling. Yeah, exactly. How mm-hmm. to infiltrate it. And it's like, that shit doesn't work. A lot of them, I think, still think think that they could purchase their freedom that is that's Mm. not a thing it's not a thing you know so there are lots of black people who think in that way as well so i think they would be attracted to this this podcast like it's just strange my thing is why are we always telling low-income people how to spend their money and not Mm -hmm. making sure that they're able to make more money because it's Mm -hmm. no i don't care how much money management tricks trades whatever i was not able to like pay certain things off and save money until i made more money nothing Mm -hmm. none of those tricks none of that shit worked when i made less money so the like you have to make more money first and you're not making it so people can make more money that's not what you're doing Mm -hmm. so when you look at people and you make it so that it is their fault that they are in a predicament that they're in money wise because of the choices that they made and you guilt people in that way i i I don't like that it's oppressive you're working through scarcity like it's just it's just not i don't like that shit so that's the tone i get from from that tweet actually so there's that i don't like that and then how come we're not telling rich people what to do with their money like you're bullying us and telling us what we're supposed to do with fourteen hundred dollars are you bullying these millionaires and billionaires and 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 thousandaires or whatever the fuck because thousandaires be thinking they popping too are you like Mm -hmm. in their face telling them what to do with their money to help everyone else and help the collective or are you just giving them more ways to fucking hoard their shit you know Mm -hmm. so i hate Mm -hmm. that and the biggest thing that really drives me up the wall that really gets on my nerves about this whole stimulus conversation is that the stimulus as inadequate as the amount is is supposed to stimulate the economy they gave us that Mm -hmm. money so we can spend the money Mm -hmm. they want us to go to restaurants they want us to shop Mm -hmm. capitalism wants us to do shit with that money it's not a business grant people keep acting (laughs) like it's a business grant it's not a business grant the government didn't Mm -hmm. say hey here's a grant for you to invest here's a grant for you to start a it's not a business grant it's a stimulus check to stimulate the fucking economy Mm -hmm. that's what it's actually for and of course you know it's inadequate it's not going to do much for lots of people but 
if somebody want to buy Red Lobster, get, get Red Lobster. That's what they want you to do. Because there's somebody working at Red Lobster now who is probably living off of tips and probably isn't going to get money. And because this country right. is so fucking backward and we don't support people the way we should, some people actually have to work. So these stimulus would help people in certain ways as far as like those businesses, customer service businesses and stuff like that. It's to stimulate the economy. The money is so I could eat as many fucking biscuits as I fucking want. Mm-hmm. That's literally what it's for. And if people Mm -hmm. decide to use it for bills, if people decide to use it for to, I don't know, now they could like put it in their savings because they depleted their savings or some shit. They Mm -hmm. could choose what they want to do with it. But the goal of that money was to stimulate the economy. That's why it's called a stimulus check. It is not a grant, Mm -hmm. a business grant, a fucking stock market grant. That's not what it is. And I'm just tired of people Mm -hmm. just trying to allocate how people are supposed to spend the money that the government gave to them to do whatever the fuck they want to do with, you know? Yeah. And then people get real classist with it, like extremely classics with it mm-hmm. when it comes to like, if Beyonce brought Red Lobster versus I read, brought Red Lobster, how come her decision is better than mine? We both mm-hmm. need to well, eat. Well, because she's a better person than you because she has more money than you do. Because she has money. We both need to right. eat though. Like we go, we both going to Red Lobster because we want. Yeah, but to she's eat. a better person, so she's earned the right to choose where you Ex- don't have any. Rights I don't have that, so I'm just supposed to just because you are of a certain income. I'm supposed to eat the combonzo beans that's in my cabinet because mm-hmm. I made horrible decisions, and I'm supposed to use that fourteen hundred to start a invest business or something, and that's not even enough to fucking really start yeah, anything. Yeah, it's unfortunate because it, it is. It is always about the decisions that Black people are making, the decisions yeah. that lower income Black folks are making, and again, this has been an incredibly hard year. And just in general, as we talked about when we were talking about like a grief reaction or a grief anniversary or this like sustained period of grief, a lot of oppressed communities have been dealing with sustained grief prior to a fucking pandemic, right? So if you get a little bit of extra money and you can afford to take your kids to fucking Red Lobster and whenever the last time they went, they fucking enjoyed the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, take your fucking kids to Red Lobster. Like it shouldn't be, if you enjoy, if you enjoy having purchasing a coffee every day and the luxury of not having to make your own coffee and drinking that coffee on the way to your minimum wage job you should be able to do that like there are things purchasing certain things they do give people joy and we should be able to do that shit regardless of what we make and it, it goes back to reducing the system of white supremacist patriarchal capitalism to individual decisions yeah right so instead of us acknowledging that the system is a problem no it's you it's the decisions that you make it's how you spend your stimulus it's how you spend your minimum wage instead of the fact that you are not being paid a living wage it's your fault your personal fault instead of the fault of this faulty ass whack ass system yeah and it's like that other thing about the stimulus and other like government assistance people are receiving due to the pandemic these people generally were low income before like so what what they probably were already in a hole because they are low income whatever right mm-hmm so those what was it is this our fourth stimulus i don't know those checks are supposed to like bring them out of poverty and now they're supposed to just have a a, a lawn <laughs> and a picket fence mm-hmm. and now they flipping houses like that that was supposed to happen to someone who was already underemployed mm-hmm. now is possibly unemployed and they got stimulus money that like i don't get i don't i don't get where they see the come up is supposed to happen in that mm-hmm. <laughs> 
process. But the system is set up so that does not happen. That's not supposed to happen. That's why they only give you that much. You're supposed to stimulate a little bit. Tickle it. Take Tickle it a little bit. Mm. It's not supposed to be enough for you to survive. They don't care about you to survive. They don't want you to live. They don't want you to eat combazo beans. They don't want you to fucking eat the cheddar bay biscuits. But we continuously mm. just want to just yell at people, black people in particular, black working class people, black low income people, instead of like questioning the government. They still did not approve $15 minimum wage, which is still too low that shit is so old right now like as it's been so many years since the fight for 15 started yes realistically we should be talking about more money now like it doesn't even it doesn't make any sense yeah so i just want to throw the north star in a pit and everyone else that podcast in a pit and everyone else who is dictating how people are supposed to spend this fourteen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. if they even got the fourteen hundred dollars, because everyone did not fucking get that mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. And the people who are complaining because they make too much to get it, sit the fuck down, shut the fuck yo, up, yo, yo, sit like what the fuck? It's not for you. Really weird. It's not for you. You qualify because you make under a certain income. Do you want to reduce in salary so that you can get it fourteen hundred dollars? That's what you want, cause you know it can happen. It's really weird. I don't get it, but yeah, all of them in a pit, all of them. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend cry about that in my um in a group chat. I'm mm-hmm. like, do you know who you're in a group chat with? Why are you like coming to me with that? Take that elsewhere. You think I care that you're not getting the stimmy? I don't care. Like, yeah, you, well, do you need it? Like, what? weird what yeah that happened with um, one of my family group chats i put it in there some of us qualify some don't mm-hmm. and almost everybody just didn't say nothing and then one of my siblings was like ah, nah, 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 nah. and then we all just ignored her collectively because like mm-hmm. what <laughs> yeah this is really what? it's just really strange like if you're if you're somebody who has what you need if you've been able to sustain yourself during this pandemic in in ways that a lot of other people have not been able to it's just a really strange thing to me to complain about not receiving that when the system is fucked up right yeah. so like it's just it's just weird it's just a strange thing to have ill feelings about especially when like I don't know. People need this shit. People it's, need it, it's but it's strange. like, are you even fortunate that you were able to still sustain yourself through all of this? Right. Like, be happy about that. Be appreciative of that. Be grateful for that. Instead of just looking yeah. at, like, the cup is actually half full for you. Like, I, I, I just, I just, I, I can't. I don't understand that. Yeah. So they're going to pit too. I didn't even think about them until now, but they're going to pit. Yeah, I didn't, I hadn't planned on sharing it, but we're talking about it. So, so yeah, somebody fucking came into a group chat, uh, an alleged friend of mine, and was like, you know, can I just say that it's annoying me that, you know, people with kids are getting this amount and that amount or whatever. And I was like, well, you know, it doesn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, they treat single people bad and people who don't have kids bad. And I was like, well, I'm a single person with no kids i just you know i just don't really care yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and could i use that money yeah for sure but if like if my sister is getting money and her kids are getting money like they need this mm-hmm. they need this mm-hmm. so i'm not i don't even have the brain space in this pandemic to be thinking about oh that's what i should get there yes there's lots of i i actually also need a lot of things but that's not it's just weird so anyway so this person is saying this stuff i i guess i'm not sympathizing efficiently and i'm like well i hear you i just don't you know i just don't really care whatever well i'm being taxed or whatever i was like okay you would care if you were being taxed 40 percent or whatever right and i'm like no my politics are different i would 
would not care. But mm-hmm. also, like, if you are complaining about not getting a stimulus check or whatever, right? If you're complaining to somebody who's more marginalized than you and your your comeback is, well, you're more marginalized than me and that's why you don't get it, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. You're yeah, in the wrong is, fucking place. Why yeah. are you here? Why are you, like, if if we're friends, why are you fucking complaining to me because you don't have enough, allegedly, and you know that I don't have. It's just fucking, it's fucking weird. The dynamics of that are weird. The dynamics are weird and the math just don't make sense. If you're taxed 40%, you, um, $1,400 wouldn't even be enough. <laughs> so, like... It's weird. It's not even like an even argument. It's not even like a like you just want to complain and you want to you see the you see the cup is half empty for no reason because you mm-hmm. have lots to be grateful for. If you have if you are able to not feel the pandemic financially, you're blessed. I feel like you're a blessed, and you should mm-hmm. count your blessings and be grateful that you were able to financially because other ways you know it could be all over the place to at least financially still be okay like mm-hmm. the fuck yeah it's it's just really strange and i think that as people we shouldn't have to show our friends our fucking financial statement to fucking understand that like everybody is at a different place in this mm-hmm. and people are struggling and nobody wants to hear your fucking mouth because you make too much to get the fucking stimulus, stimulus. nobody shut the fuck up nobody nobody wants to hear it Anyway, all right. So them in the pit for sure. Mm-hmm. I co-sign that. Yeah, I agree with you. Hold I think that podcast in particular, like, it's unfortunate because it looked like they had other valuable information to like to share. Yeah, but to put to frame it in that kind of trolly ass way. Yeah, that's um, um yeah like that. that that wasn't cool at all. That wasn't cool. So who are you throwing in the pit, Jay? I want to hear this. Yes. So I'm not throwing a person in the pit. Ooh. I don't want to throw this person. I love when in we the throw pit. like collectives or theories or well yeah i just that's what i want to do i want to throw <laughs> this concept this uh-huh. idea and kind of the way that they navigated this thing in the pit so a uh, content warning we're going to talk about some of the nuances surrounding the social media organizing around the recent mass shooting in atlanta and other acts of anti-asian violence and white supremacy i'm giving a content warning because while my intention is to speak in the spirit of solidarity with asian communities and individuals in pain right now i'm a black woman with my own black ass baggage from white supremacy and the pain of anti-blackness so please know that my intent is solidarity and if i miss the mark in any way during this conversation or in a way that feels problematic to you please let me know but i'm i'm really my intention in this dialogue is solidarity but we are going to be talking mm-hmm. about like feelings the internet and other awkward weirdness so solange burnett is a i'm not sure of their pronouns but i would id them as a black woman just not knowing and speaking in in the videos that i've seen i believe i think that their pronouns were she her but i will say that i'm not certain she's a humanist so they're she her (laughs) right their profile says humanist so a black human influencer i think um they're also a writer and host named solange burnett created a graphic in support of the Asian community 
at this time during this time of pain and like i said i don't want to throw solange in the pit but i do want to throw the way that they handled this social media situation so the stop asian hate hashtag has been floating around on twitter graphics have been created for instagram with the stop asian hate hashtag and other infographics in support of asian americans and pacific islanders and with valuable resources and gofundmes in the fight against white supremacy and anti-asian hate so solange creates this graphic that says stop asian hate and under it so it says stop asian hate and has that crossed out and then mm-hmm. under it it says stop white supremacy yeah i've seen it um, i've seen so, it going around yeah that was posted and along with that it was one of those multiple image instagram posts so that's like the, the that's carousel. the opening image and then the rest are infographics with resources for support and learning and other things like that so it was clear to me that Solange's intention was to support the Asian community and to highlight that the issue with what's happening to the Asian community is an issue of white supremacy, mm-hmm. right? Regardless of who is who who the hands are that are doing the evil and doing the harm, like it's a symptom of white supremacy. So I don't disagree that this is a symptom of white supremacy. I did not like the graphic. The graphic went viral. It felt to me like at a time where mad Asian people are hurting. And these are Asian people from all different political backgrounds, yeah. right? So I'm sure there are Asian folks who we share the same politics who are hurting from what's happening to the Asian community right now. There are Asian folks who are anti-Black who are hurting mm-hmm. from what's happening to the Asian community right now is all different kinds of people hurting from this. And I don't want to hurt any of them. Right. So Mm -hmm. in nothing that I say, whether they understand my politics, whether or not, whether it's Asian folks who bang with black lives matter or Asian folks who don't, I don't want to hurt any of these people in this period of anti-Asian violence. And I said, why why say period of, I guess, heightened anti-Asian violence, right? Because it's not something that like start and stops or whatever. And to me, it felt like this graphic, even though I understood that Solange was trying to underscore the fact that this is not simply um, Asian hate, but it falls under the larger issue of white supremacy and is connected to all of our struggles to end white supremacy, at least, right? At minimum. Yeah. It, to me could signal all of these other feelings at this time where motherfuckers are already having mad intense feelings, right? So I wasn't a big fan of it, but I didn't, you know, I'm in this period have been making the point to listen and be supportive when I'm called on to be supportive and, you know, observe and shit like that. So I just watched what was happening. So Solange got a lot of pushback. There were people who DM'd Solange to say, hey, this is not... This is not the right message. It feels like you're erasing what we chose, the language that we chose to use. Yeah. The community has chosen to say stop Asian hate and you are crossing it out and that's sending the wrong message to a lot of people. There are people who are using it to spread anti-Asian sentiment, like people who are saying, yeah, that's not, this is not it. Why are you, why are they saying this when it should be that or whatever? Mm-hmm. So Solange was called in, but then they were also, of course, there are people, whenever you're black and you do something, it doesn't matter if it's wrong or right or whatever. Somebody's going to call you out for being black in some yeah. way. So people, it was people calling her in, but there were also people calling her out, which is cool if you want to call somebody out. There were also people calling her a black bitch and all type of other shit or whatever. There's a lot of stuff happening. Annie, I don't know Annie's last name. Annie is another social media influencer who I believe is also a writer 
Annie is Asian. Annie DM Solange and was like, hey, I don't think this is this message is is great. I would, you know, it maybe it should be taken down. Da, 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 da. So Solange posted a separate graphic. First of all, they changed the caption under the initial graphic that went viral okay. and said, Hey, this was the intention. No malicious intent. This is what I meant. I didn't mean to further hurt the community, you know. Okay, cool. They posted another one, another graphic that says stop Asian hate and stop white supremacy. And they right? didn't cross cool. out the Asian hate. Right. They left no. that alone. Yeah. Okay. They left that alone. Right. So now it's both messages there living or whatever and posted another long explanation and yada, yada, yada. So now people have come back and been sharing that graphic. Great. So Annie and Solange have this conversation, right? So it's an Asian person and a black person talking about, you know, this, this misunderstanding and why Asian folks have been hurt by it. And Solange is... They're saying that she is apologetic, saying this was the intention. They understand why people were hurt by it now, yada, yada, yada. So Annie asks Solange, at this point, now you you understand what has happened here. We don't want to call you out. We don't want to cancel you. Mm-hmm. This is what, you know, and, and Annie also has a large like social media following yeah. or whatever, right? Right. So Annie is like, I think at this stage, it would be beneficial to take the original post down yeah it hurt people even though we understand like your intentions yada 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 it would be cool if you took it down so they did a whole like hour-long ig live on this solange is like in the most respectful way i guess you could tell somebody to go fuck themselves solange is like no well actually right uh... very well actually but trying to be like polite or whatever this sparked a lot of conversation i don't want to erase the mistake people keep coming back to it and reading the post there's also a lot of resources attached to it i don't want to take it down i don't want to take it down i don't want to take it down so they spend the last 20 of this 20 minutes of this live talking about this or whatever right solange has also in this conversation dedicated a lot of time to talking about how most people wouldn't want to have a conversation about their mistake and how Mm. most people would not hold themselves accountable and how she's holding herself accountable there were tears in the beginning which i had believed until we got towards the end and annie is like hey could you take this down it was fucking bizarre okay she sounds like a white woman of color right so so okay so i was already a little igged out and i think that i'm not immune to this i know that i have done it when you come to another level of consciousness or wokeness for lack of a better term or whatever and you're doing things better you're doing things in a, in a way that you think is right so solange is now uh, approaching this conversation and having this dialogue and, and and uh doing what she thinks is owning her mistake or whatever and then saying and affirming yeah i'm doing the right thing most people wouldn't do the right thing i'm doing the right thing da, 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 da. nobody wants to hear that no one just do it just, just do it but you're not doing the do right it. thing because the pulse is still up and what well, is that up, right someone but, of the community but, asked you to remove it and you have it yes but even saying even talking about bigging yourself up about how yeah well most people wouldn't want to have this conversation and da, 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 da. it's very cringe it's performative it's very fucking cringe yes it's performative. it's performative like let your work speak for itself yeah. you don't have to tell everybody to give you a high five for it give you dap or whatever right so that's cringy performative shit that is not to me in unison with with genuine and actual solidarity. Yeah. And if somebody for within the community, right? And I think that as black people in this country, I think a lot of us consider ourselves to be more marginalized than most Asian folks, right? Yes. In terms of the way that we are perceived 
in this country. For sure. Okay. And let's, let's say, let's treat that as a fact for the purposes of this conversation, right? If your claim is that you are supporting this community who is being attacked, that your effort, your intention was to support a community. And I think that Solange said that, that they understood. And we understand here that your intention is not always in line with the impact that it has. Yep. Right. And they, they talked about that in the live as well. If your intention was to do this thing for this community, to support this community, if someone from that community says, hey, what you did is hurting me, it's hurting a lot of us, there's mass unison, there were people, I had Asian friends who I saw who had liked that initial post Mm -hmm. and I guess understood it and didn't feel any way about it and that's fine. But there was also, there were also mad Asian folks who were like, yo, this feels like erasure to me or whatever. And I feel like if you are not a part of a community and a large number of the community says, hey, this thing that you did allegedly in my name, allegedly in support of me or whatever is hurting me and they ask you to do something as simple as take it down and you're saying no, it just, to me, that's not solidarity. To it's me, not, that's not solidarity. It's not. It, it's, to me, it's the equivalent of when they was posting the black squares. It's just like, I want to mm. show that I know what's happening and that I am a part of supporting something. And then that's just the extent of what you're doing. Because I don't understand how you have mm. a whole conversation with someone after thousands, I would say thousands, because so many people yeah. have engaged with this post. A large amount of people have told you not mm-hmm. of the community. And you're mm. like, no, I'm going to keep it up. I'm going to um, keep it up. You just want the yeah. engagement. You just want the engagement. That, that, you just want the likes. That. You just want to look like you're doing the work. You that. just want to like all of those ways that made us, that hurt black people when we're talking about the black mm-hmm. squares and how that ended up happening, how it was just like how we saw all of the performative shit happen around right. us and we didn't like seeing that. And it was like, fuck out of here with that bullshit. She's mm-hmm. doing that bullshit right. to seem like right. she's engaged with whatever's going on because everyone regardless of your intent you become an influencer on social media Mm -hmm. regardless of if that's the intention of you know whatever you have a huge following whatever and you need to show that you're doing something Mm -hmm. and i think that's all that it was because if you actually cared about the community you would fucking take the shit it would be nothing for you to delete the post even though it has fifty-seven thousand likes it would be nothing because you're actually mm-hmm. in solidarity and it would not be about the likes. It would not be about the traffic that has been brought to you mm-hmm. via you posting right. whatever the fuck. You wouldn't care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at first I felt, I felt, cause like I said, I don't want to throw Solange in the pit cause Solange is, if I assume the best, learning, growing, making a public mistake a few times over, right? <laughs> Yeah. And and so really, I just kind of want to use this as an example of how we can do better. And we are womanist race nerds here. Yeah. So we talk about this kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to say that Solange was leaving it up for the likes, for the attention. But they actually said out their mouth, the post has gotten a lot of engagement. People keep coming back to it. It's spreading a message. So so in their explanation, because I kept listening and I was like, maybe there's some type of deeper conscious woke shit that I'm I I don't know why they've decided to leave it up and they're going to explain and the really just the answer was simply it's gotten a lot of engagement and that's basically what it is it's engagement it's it's when you know your it's insights. harm people you can take a screenshot of your insights now and and sell at better ad yep. space you can yep. sell yourself leverage yourself better as an influencer yeah it's and people have told you this is harmful. You actually, you took an hour out of your life to talk to somebody who you felt... For more engagement. 
was somewhat right that also drew more engagement but you felt like they had enough of a following that this is a person that i want to have this conversation with and if they offer a solution they have been doing this kind of work and you're like nah because i think that what i'm doing is better and you are not a part of the community who you claim to be supporting that shit is whack that shit is a problem that shit is not solidarity. It is malwack. Because even that is for engagement. You make sure, I don't know that's their intent, but you make, mm-hmm. it appears that you have this conversation with someone else with a large following. So if y'all both are on live, now it's mad people looking at y'all. Then mm-hmm. she has a video on her page, but she does not tag Anne in it. Annie mm-hmm. is it Annie or Anne? Annie's not tagged Annie. in her caption. I know that Annie mm-hmm. was the person because she commented and said something. And that's how I was able mm-hmm. to find them. So, you know, like, right. I feel like you would tag the person you had the conversation with because you are... I mean, not if you told them in so many polite words to go fuck themselves at the end of it. I'm just you like, know what, I'm saying? what the hell? So why save the, the conversation? Because the other thing is that... <laughs> Right. Any one of us could say, sorry, that wasn't my intention. Sorry, that wasn't my intention. But when somebody from that community says, this is what would make it right Right? for me. And you're like, "Mm, that doesn't really work for me. Not for me because I need the engagement. Yeah, that's really off. That's off. And then I also, like I said, as a black person who experiences anti-blackness from all different kinds of people, all not corners. just white folks, right? All corners of the I have feelings about this too. Yeah, there, mm-hmm. I do have feelings about the way that some of the language surrounding this has been framed as if when black folks are talking about white supremacy, as if we are not talking about the ill that they do to all of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because even I have seen a lot of Asian folks who I have similar politics with Talk about white supremacy, talk about anti-blackness, talk about anti-Asian hatred and violence and shit like that. And talk about our connected struggle and shit. And I've seen Asian folks in their comments talking about, "Mm, I don't know why you would think this was uh, white supremacy or white hatred or whatever. And like, that is disturbing to me. You know what I'm saying? But at this time, this for me doesn't feel like a time to be in those comments saying, well, why don't you understand this, that or whatever? Well, why don't you see this, that or whatever? When people are hurting right now, people are hurting right now, whether our politics are the same or not, people are hurting right now. And so, like I said, while I understood where Solange was initially coming from, to me, it didn't feel like this is this is something that can be misunderstood by too many people who are hurting. Yes right now and i don't and again we're we're talking about hurting from actual violence that has happened i'm not talking about like the hurt feelings that white people have when you point things out and say hey this is bad what you're doing and they're yeah, it's like not fragility. What? My feelings. it's not fragility I'm talking about it's people whose community like is under attack right yeah. now yeah it, it doesn't make sense for me to be like yeah i know you're under attack but let me ex- just explain to you the nuances of a b c or d let me explain to you why you're not woke enough to do this that or whatever and then there are actually enough a Asian folks already doing that. So I don't need to like butt right. in and even do that. There that are already part. lots of that them part. doing that work. Who are on so top it, of it. It doesn't yes. have to be my place to jump in and be like, well, see what had happened was, yes. right? I don't have right. to do that because there are a lot of them doing that work already mm-hmm. within their own community. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to jump yeah. in and be the fucking mammy. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. and jump in mm-hmm. and like be the oppression mammy and like give them the tools and teach them the ways. No, they have people right. in their communities that are already doing that. Like you said, it's already a post with mm-hmm. someone who has a similar politics talking about white supremacy, anti-blackness, anti-Asian hate, and how all of this mm-hmm. stuff coincides with each other and correlates. Right. And people are commenting on their shit. So they could mm-hmm. talk to those they people. They could do that. Right. And that for me, that for me has been the way that I have been approaching solidarity because I, I have a lot of these feelings. If I feel a lot of this feels, some of it feels awkward to me. And for, for me, some of the best things that I could do is not be harmful. Same. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to reshare this post that perhaps I have a similar feeling with, but I know that this is yeah. going to hurt people. And that's not even what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to, I don't need for anti-black Asian folks and again, I'm, I'm speaking to that particular group. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that Asian folks are anti-black, but I'm, I don't need the ones who are anti-black who are reeling from this anti-Asian violence right now. I don't need them to get woke right now in this. Like I don't like that I, at, at, you know, when I say I don't need them to get woke, yeah, it would be nice, but I'm saying I don't need to do it. Yeah. I don't need to not, say, hey, yeah, get woke, not, yeah, get like, it together. Not. You're anti-black or whatever. It's just like. And then honestly, they're going to be anti-black after this because they do not see the correlation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they do not even see the fucking correlation. They're right. probably going to be anti-black after this. They may mm-hmm. r- believe in white supremacy a little bit more, but they're still going to be mm-hmm. anti-black. Like that is right. not going to change that. Mm-hmm. So why mm-hmm. even put your black mm-hmm. ass in there? Yeah. Why even do that? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's things, there's things that you could do to not inflict harm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. maybe you're not sure of how exactly to approach your solidarity. Focus on not inflicting harm, perhaps. And that's, if somebody that's from a solidarity. community that you claim to be trying to support tells you, this is what would make me feel better. And it's something as simple as deleting the post. The other thing with this, because I've heard this before. Okay, where I've heard of someone going to a social media person and saying, hey, can you delete my picture? You reshared my picture. Can you delete it, please? This is what's making me uncomfortable about it. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. And then being like, oh, well, we post in threes. So we want we don't want to break the pattern on our social media yeah. we post in threes or whatever. But people being so tied to whatever's happening for them on social media that we forget how to be in solidarity. We forget how to actually treat one another as like human people or whatever. And we get so caught up into whatever our likes are, whatever our engagement is or yeah. whatever. But yeah, that made me really, really uncomfortable. I was happy to watch the conversation happen initially because I didn't expect it to end that way. I honestly did not expect Solange to be like no I'm not gonna take it down they, nah. they they said no a number of times and then they said that they would think about it and as of this recording that graphic is still, still up the, it has yeah, not been removed yeah. yeah so again I didn't come here to throw Solange in a pit but just kind of talk about the ways in which we navigate solidarity the ways in which we acknowledge each other's struggle and if this were if I was watching Solange ask a white man to take some shit down because it made us uncomfortable as black people or yeah. it made a population mm-hmm. of us uncomfortable. Like I would be outraged at that person. I'd be outraged at that, at that white man. So it's just, it was just really weird to watch Solange be like, no, not taking it down. And not getting that she's also being an Asian and white supremacy by not even mm-hmm. acknowledging that like mm-hmm. harm. Like I, I as a black person can also commit harm to other people other oppressed people i do think that there are a lot of black people who because we understand power structures and yes 
we ain't got none of it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you could still be oppressive, harmful, dangerous. Right. Those things, you, you, you're still capable of that. And I think that sometimes we get so wrapped up into the idea that white supremacy and anti-blackness are the only facets of that system. Mm-hmm. Just seeing black and white and that's it, that we forget about other people who yeah. are not black or white, but are still at fault of this white supremacist system. You know, it's it's just... Mm-hmm. It's weird. Yeah. She should delete that shit. Yeah. Like, what is it to you? I don't... Well, it's engagement. It's, it's look, I'm the one who... I'm the first person who did this. I'm the one who did this. When you see it floating around, it's because I made it. That's how it feels to me, you know? That's how it feels. Because under the new post, they could explain all of this, you know? They could add yes. those extra infographics or whatever. Like, I don't... There's no reason that this... The original post still has to exist when so many people are saying we would like it taken down. It's very very bizarre and they were saying you know people are still resharing it and she's like well if i delete it it's still gonna be out there it's still on the internet people are still gonna okay but we're asking you to delete it like maybe it's just fucking symbolic just fucking do it you're not asian bro you said that you did this to support the community the fuck you created it that's why we're asking you to delete it right yeah so that gave me the heebie-jeebs so i just wanted to talk about how we navigate solidarity and shit and hopefully at some point solange will delete it and yeah that's mad whack Mm -hmm. but yeah i wanted to check the live again to make sure that i was not misgendering her but yeah so solange's pronouns are she her and that is how they were addressed throughout that live so that's where i'm getting that from i didn't see it listed anywhere else but that's what i'm using so that's my pit let us know what you think let us know your thoughts so i'll put the link to annie's live where she had a conversation with solange about this whole thing for anybody who wants to check it out but those are my thoughts let us know what you think hit us up on the t-mail and that's it i think we did a motherfucking show yo we did a motherfucking show be sure to follow us on the social media on instagram and twitter at t with qj we are also on tumblr and facebook follow us there please send us email at t with queen and j at gmail.com you can visit our website t with queen and j.com there's where you can give us some our donations and other things there's lots of things going on at our website my personal social medias are at the queen speaks with an underscore that's on instagram and twitter what is yours jay you can find me at janicia f on instagram and twitter that's at j-a-n-i-c-i-a-f as in frank furter oh okay i like that one makes sense yeah you know I like that one. Yeah, so that's where you can find me. Anything else? Nope, we did it. This podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima with editorial support from a black girl named Candace. Tea with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. Ew. Ew. I need my stimulus check, yeah.